I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad party podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swear I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, Alright, let's try that again. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 64 <laughs> of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And it helps if I turn the sliders up so I can hear myself in my earphones, It's huh? a good idea. You also have your water bottle behind your chair and you're about as close to knocking it over. I shall fix that. Thank you. I was waiting for the crash boom bang. It, it, is, it, it is now fixed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so yes, we're back. Yep, that's us. Yes, yes, it is. We, we're here. We're, we're here. Backstreet. Bye, bye, bye. No, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's NSYNC, huh? <laughs> you know nothing. About 90s boy bands? You're right. I don't. I was too busy in the, um, I don't know, let's see here, the punk, uh, grunge, Shut alternative up. scene Shut at up. that time. It doesn't matter. I had plenty of people around me that were into that shit, and I was just trying to make sure that I didn't uh, get sucked into it. So, yeah, it was not something I was looking forward to. Or wanted to be a part of, I should say. Yeah, no, no bueno there. Is the room vibrating? It feels like it's vibrating. That would just be all the alcohol you're chugging. Awesome. Yes. But if you can keep that effect going for later, I'd probably appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> no, it mm. just, if I'm leaning back in my chair and it feels like I'm like rocking. Well, you are rocking. Well, I am now, but I wasn't before. <laughs> <laughs> and Jody's already drunk. No. <laughs> I'm pleasantly intoxicated <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had that much no but you already had some earlier and i know it's been a little bit of a break in between but you also makes that thing strong too which is kind of funny for as much as you bitched about how strong mine was earlier and you it's just like, with the ratios were just a little bit off i just did shot to shot to I shot know, i know i'm just saying you just did shot to shot the ratios weren't no off. i didn't i added extra of the stuff sweet and sour a little bit extra of the pucker too such a weird name, Lahore. Pucker. Pucker. That's just, that's not a pleasant word. Really? Well, think pucker. It's not like as bad as like moist. No, no, no. Whenever I think about puckering, it's like, you know, when something happens and your asshole's like, you're like, oh God, I almost died. You know, it's like that. But I think of pucker up like. Yeah, I don't think of pucker. No. Pucker does not, never has that connotation or that meaning (laughs) for me. So, (laughs) so how was your week? 
Uh, good. I sold a house. Well, I, well, I listed and sold a house. Well, I mean, it hasn't closed, but there's an offer, the hard part there's is a pending offer on it. Yes, yeah, which is a good thing. Yay! Yahoo! And you have other things that are in other fire irons in the fire, as they say. Yes. Yes. So that's awesome. How are the kids this week? Good. Admittedly, you had more time with them than I did, except for Thursday night. Yeah, that was a cluster talk. Um, good. They're they're trying to learn how to best annoy mom while she's in her office working. Um, <laughs> they have they have stopped bothering me every five minutes and moved on to what's the worst thing we can do while she's in her office so that when she comes out she freaks out the most. I'm gonna throw Trent off the couch. Well, that I'm gonna draw a permanent marker. Yes, that was the thing. Uh, they wanted to use. I have these tiny little post-it notes that I got given for free, so I'm like, I don't even care if they burn them off, right? So I hand them all each a stack of like 10, 20 little tiny post-it notes. And they go, here, you can write on these. And uh, not even really going over any ground rules, which I didn't feel I had to do. And Tempe walks in maybe 10 minutes later and she goes, Trent's drawing on himself. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I go out and look at him and it's green marker. I'm like, oh, green marker. Where'd you get markers? Because I pretty I much purged. Yeah, I purged most of the markers from the house. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's a it's a Sharpie or a permanent marker. I'm like, where did you get that? And he had. He had found one of my permanent Sharpie markers and he had drawn all, all over his leg. The risky part, <laughs> which actually hadn't turned into anything awful by some sort of strange miracle, um, they were drawing on the very tiny post-its with permanent markers on the couch. And yet somehow they managed not to get it on the couch. Somehow. I, I have still have no idea. I mean, like I said, some miracle of, of parenting angels yeah. or something. Um, but I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's always a plus when they don't, you know, make a massive, massive mess. Well, you as a parent, you kind of go into it knowing that your shit's going to be pretty much ruined. Like, yeah, but there's ruined, and then there's what they tend to do. To <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we've gone off pretty light, to be honest. No, I know. I I, I jest, but I know. They, but yeah, it's you. You do though. You do have to go into it. If you if you if you go into parenthood thinking that it's just going to be all you know white leather couches. Yeah, well, not, <laughs> actually, leather couches are probably the best. Bag oh, I know. You just kind of They're wipeable. Um, but it's, you have to understand that you're not going to own anything nice until they're like 24. Yeah. I would say you can start upgrading by the time your youngest is about 10. Yeah, that's pushing it. (laughs) No, I'd say Ezra has reached the age where he's mostly not destructive. I mean, he doesn't take care, extra care of things, but he doesn't go out of his way to make messes. So... He and I are going to come to an understanding here soon. Uh-oh. What do you do now? <laughs> Those, that red pair of red Converse he bought himself. I know. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. So he bought himself that red pair of Converse with his own money, yep. which he had saved up, which is totally cool. I'm yep. fine with it. If he wants to waste the money on the shoes, which we already have. I mean, he's got yeah, enough he's shoes. Yeah, he's got enough shoes. It's not like he needed shoes. He just really wanted red yep. Converse. But that's something. Okay, fine. You had a goal. You met the goal. You bought it. That's totally cool. But he... Every morning this week, he's gotten up, and before he puts them on, he cleans them. Like, at first, he was using the um, the uh, Cottonelle butt wipes we have oh in there. Oh, God. Yeah, and I'm like, no, don't use that. 
I'm like, I mean, he's like, well, look, it gets him really clean. I'm like, well, and I was like, damn, it does. Cause I mean, no wonder it does such a good job on my butt. But, <laughs> but, uh, it, no, I mean, it did, it got them really clean, but every morning he like, comes down here and he gets a, he gets a washcloth out and he gets hot water on it and he scrubs them off, makes sure they're dry off. He looks at them and his, his kicks are sharp. And I'm like, wait a minute. I can't believe he'll put that much effort in. Exactly my point. You're, you're, I'm like, as clean as these shoes look, I'm going to like, you know what, buddy? My kitchen counters, when you do the dishes, <laughs> they need to be as clean as your fucking shoes are because you're, you're letting one slide and take care of the other. And I don't like that so much. So, <laughs> well, and I get that they're just something that he is really proud of and yeah. he takes pride in them and therefore they look nice. But I want him to get to the space where he can take pride in having a nice house. house. Yeah. And having, you know, a clean house. Um, you know, he gets pissed off when I ask him to make sure there's no dirty clothes under the couch. So the fact that he's, you know, taking 10 minutes to clean his fucking shoes every morning is a little frustrating, but whatever. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I, the things he's so, and it's, it's part of it's the age too. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, it's not going to be, I'm not going to kid myself, but he is just so self-centered right now. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. And I'm just like, oh goodness. And like the other day he sat there in a. He, when we were actually when we were out getting the red Converse, when I was getting my shoes, uh, the first new pair of shoes I bought, and God knows how long, um, he was talking about something, and he's looking at it, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, look at this, and I'm like, what the hell? And he, he was talking like this shirt and how good these certain things would work. I'm like, oh, yeah? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, so you, you, you think that's going to look really cool and all? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at fashion. And I was like, <laughs> um, This is the kid that will wear sweatpants with a button-up? <laughs> or try to. He yeah. did that. Yeah, I know. I remember. Oh, I saw the adult version of Ezra in the store the other day. Napoleon Dynamite. No. Uh, <laughs> well, that would have... He's not quite that bad anymore. Anyway. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was wearing sweatpants with the elastic on the ankles and a leather vest with the cutouts on the back <laughs> with no shirt. Oh, man. That is fantastic. And Oh, and uh, basketball shoes. Nice. And I just, I looked at this guy and I'm like, this is Ezra. This is Ezra in 35 years. <laughs> this is Ezra if we don't ever get him to like, you know, figure it out. <laughs> no, he's actually taken a big um, leap in looking put together in the last couple of. I think there's a girl or something at school that's motivating this. Or brothers or something, but he's definitely taking a, a different tact. He still does the thing though where he wears t-shirts that are way too small Mm -hmm. and refuses to you know upgrade because he likes that shirt and it's like honey i know you like the shirt but you know wearing a super tight t-shirt just accentuates all the wrong things about your current status yeah he's at that really awkward pudgy stage right now where he's got he's got a spare tire yeah and (laughs) all kids go through it they get fat and they skinny out and they get fat again and he's getting to the end of the growth spurts here within the next three to four years we're gonna have to like watch the getting fat stage because he's not gonna thin out so much but um yeah. Well, he's got a really weird, like, muffin top thing. <laughs> he's got, like, <laughs> he's just super, he's got really muscular legs and everything, and everything, and then well, the get to the thing, top of his butt, and it just goes, plop. He is just like my dad and I. Yeah. It's, it's a genetic thing, because you see my dad. My dad's Not got, naked. No, no, but I mean, <laughs> even shorts. Muscular legs, decent, like, the, the upper torso. You're not even really fat in the face, mm-hmm. but you get the bigger get going on. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've got. So my dad's got. My grandpa's got it. <laughs> Ezra's got it at age 10. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I hope it's not a beer belly. Well, you know, but it's a root beer belly. Or, I'm sorry, as Trent would say, a doot beer belly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and so I'm just like, if you can, that much effort, 
That might, you're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk here. Because <laughs> I'm not. Priority. Yeah. Oh. Oh, crap. We have a listener calling in. Yay! We will return to your scheduled programming shortly, or we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Cool. Um, Tempe started walking right, right around that same time. Like, um, she went from just being able to pull herself up a little bit to flat out running in about two weeks. Yeah, it's weird how every kid's just different with that, you know, um, one time I was a nanny for twins and one was crawling all over the place and one just, you know, and they were, I think they were about eight, not eight months and one just didn't want to go anywhere. And, um, they, they just, or they just start, some don't crawl. They just do the army crawl for a while and then just instantly start walking one day, you know, it's, it's all different Trent or some don't walk the- for a long time. Trent went straight from, from, you know, like an army type crawl to walking. He didn't actually crawl. Yeah, he for, more he kind of like scooted. Yeah, and we called him Scoot we, for a reason. And we called him Scoot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he's so cute. I saw the picture you posted of him earlier. Oh, when he passed out? Yeah, that's when they're the cutest, you know? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I'm fully... Well, Trent was doing the cute kid thing all day today. Like he just oh. kept he kept doing things that were like extra cute. Like he'd just walk up to me, go, "I love you, mommy," and give me a hug for no reason whatsoever. I mean, I'm sure oh, there was a reason in God. his mind, but mm-hmm. uh, oh, <laughs> and I'm Please. sure he loved it too. <laughs> You're just like, what did I do to deserve this again? Ay ay ay! Oh man, so. Where, where were we? I don't remember. I mean, either. You yeah, got distracted by your computers. Oh, <laughs> well, the, 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 it was trying to like ditch the Skype feed on the recording yeah, there for I a second. That. So you were like, you had the panic deer in the headlights. <laughs> don't do look. it! Don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> uh oh. No, we got it now. It's all fixed. But yeah, it was just one of those weird technical difficulty things that I don't touch this shit for a week. I boot it up. I hit the same buttons I do all the time, and all of a sudden one's like, "Fuck you! We're not gonna work." So yeah, yeah I don't typically have those problems. So. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, yeah, it it just it's par for the course. I, I found that I, I we we haven't crossed our fingers, knock on wood, at, lost an episode. We haven't ever been able to not recover from anything. So, and I've heard other po- that uh, sounds like one of the shittiest things a podcaster can go through because in all the podcasts I've ever listened to, like I've never not once heard like. I lost this great episode with Mm -hmm. this great person and, you know, or like my whole computer crashed and, you know, uh, so yeah, I'm glad it hasn't happened to you yet, but it probably will. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Now that you said that, it's going to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I hope your computer doesn't crash, but maybe you might lose 15 minutes of content or something. But didn't one time y'all... Y'all just re-recorded or something because things weren't like going right or yeah we had we had a point I mean, stuff like that's happened we, we've had we've had rough starts where like we would try to start the episode and nothing was working right and right. everything was broken and um i pulled 
you know, like a Bobby Roberts where I'm cussing and throwing shit. And, and, and <laughs> I think the one that in particular, though, it was a kid related thing. We started the episode. It wasn't really it, it wasn't sounding good. We were distracted by the kids being. No. Weird. And then Trent woke up and, and then barfed. Trent woke up and threw up. And, and you were done. So you were yeah. that. And I'm like, you know what? I'll try to soldier on. And it didn't work. I'm yeah. like, fuck this. We're just going to ditch this episode. <laughs> and that's where we had the uh, Coffin Joe cast episode in the coffers. Yeah. And we, we, yep. we, we flipped that one out instead. That that was more kid related than technology related. Yeah. It was yeah. just one of those nights where oh, we, we oh my god you're gonna have to excuse us i'm on my porch and someone's driving by with their oh, no worries no worries at all rap music blasting okay <laughs> okay but i remember um actually i was sitting in the tub listening to you guys when all that was happening <laughs> and like i think something that was, someone was just like this just isn't going right tonight or or something and and it kept cutting out the internet was cutting out mm-hmm. and then it would like I think that was back in January or something. Sounds about right. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. It was pretty close to the one-year anniversary episode. So yeah. January was a bit of a rough rough month, I think, and all around. Well, because kids were getting kids sick were all sick. the time, yeah. and we were you were you were kind of sick, and I was kind of sick, yeah. off and on, and yeah, it was no fun. Gotta love Januarys; they're mm-hmm. awesome. So when okay, when y'all decided to do the um, podcast, like I've I've heard. Jody say like I just sit here and talk you know so was that just like part of the agreement you know like like Pretty Justin was like let's do a podcast well, actually then, it was the other way around it was Jody's like was Jody's like let's do a podcast and I'm no like, oh, I said really? no yeah. I said we should do a podcast and he's okay. like maybe sure and then all of a sudden he goes oh by the way we're going to do a podcast it wasn't all of a sudden it took me about six months <laughs> and... to, to wrestle up the courage to do it <laughs> um and I was I it was an unspoken agreement. I am not technically savvy w- unless I have the time to devote to it. If I had the time to sit down and learn this program stuff, I would I would be just fine at it. But right. since he is ready, willing, and able to do that. Well, I've got background with sound yeah. editing. I used to run a soundboard for a couple different um, churches and did a few other things. So I've, I've done this well, before. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not claiming to be any expert whatsoever, but <laughs> I know enough to, you know, hit the right knobbies and turn the right dialies and make it all work. And right. So he he can do it. So I let let him just be the the lead on that. And because of the way it's worked out with what I've decided to do for work and various things like that, it really does boil down to he does all the work and I just sit here on the weekend and talk for a couple <laughs> of minutes. That's, yeah. That's and there there have been times where I'm like, you know, if I could just throw this episode to Jody, but you need to edit this, you need to put it up, and. Because I'm, I'm like in a hotel room. It's like nine thirty at night. I'm, like, I'm fucking tired. I've been, you know, <laughs> but and I would, except now he's in control of it, and I, I right. highly doubt he would relinquish the control long enough for me to do anything oh. with it if I, I wanted to. I, I would. I, just, I don't. But think we you don't would. have. I think the, you're full of shit. No, the problem is, <laughs> the problem is we don't have enough time for me to sit down and show because over the course of time I've learned all the little ins and outs of V software and how to, the quick ways to get it uploaded and people don't anybody who wants to be like i'm gonna start a podcast think think about it it's it's huge and i, I know i mean i know i heard this quite a bit when we yeah. well, through all the podcasts we listen to but it takes it takes time i think i right, credit one person it. in particular for us starting as late as we did i would have started M- earlier mike <laughs> but i emailed that person and said you know hey how much how much time does it really take to do the podcast? And he's like, "Well, I spend about forty hours a week on it." I'm like, "Okay, fuck no." <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, the mic scared us off. Week? Yeah, he, he scared us off for a the little mic? while. The mic. Yeah. 
Oh, he but, well, he does a, a few podcasts. Well, he, he, he does. Do. A f- he and at the time he was doing even more. And yeah, yeah, uh, I I respect the guy a lot, which is why I oh, actually yeah. listened to what he was saying. And I'm like, no, I do not want to devote that much time. But I think we would have done it sooner if I hadn't <laughs> hadn't <Yeah>. done that. <laughs> and, and since we're talking about it, anyways, I want to give a mad shout out to uh, the mic. I want to give a shout oh, out to yeah. Eric Tomorrow, uh, Izzy Rock. These are all dudes that I've hit up with questions like, um, "I'm fucking I, what?" I like when we uh, first started getting the Skype feed hooked up. I kept getting this goddamn echo through it, yeah. and it was feedback loop basically. And finally, I just like <laughs> I. I uh, sent an email to Eric. I'm like, are you awake by any chance? <laughs> He's like, yeah, what's up? And so I went through the whole thing with him and I'm like, and I, and I, and I laid it all out for him. He's like, oh sweet, we're going to troubleshoot audio. Yes. Let's, I mean, he got, gets off on this shit. It was pretty funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Those are all great dudes in no, general. They are. They're, they're great people. And, we got a bunch of mad love on the last episode of behind the grind. And I really appreciate that. that I was know. Awesome. I heard that there, that was cool. Yeah. Not to toot my, our own horn or anything, but I was, I was really appreciative of that. And I made sure to reach out to him and he say, thank you. He was giddy. I'm He's always like, giddy. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? <laughs> well, much, uh, I, I look at, I look at Eric, Mike and um, all of them much like Eric looks at Rick Emerson. It's, it's like my <laughs> podcast gods, right? So right. whether or not they oh. feel that way, it's just how I feel about them. Speaking of which, I opened some of your mail. <laughs> Okay. You got a, a thank you letter from Tim Riley News. Oh, actually, that's for you. But I'll, uh, I'll yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm glad I, it's for me because I was going to take it anyway. Yeah, I wanted that hour massage. Yeah. <laughs> he, it, was, it was. Yeah, he just did a um, he did a little contest, and I, I answered the question. And he said you can either win a bumper sticker or the, the hour massage, and I happened to get picked for the hour massage. So you got a bumper sticker too. I know that's what he said. <laughs> An hour massage. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could go do that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, I know what I'm. And I'm not the type of person that does not. Oh, he can't stand it when people like, like. You don't like getting massages. He doesn't like people touching him. Like I don't mind people touching me. I don't like the massage thing. It is not. It doesn't feel good to me. I know. You know what I don't like when my husband comes and touches me when I'm have the hot water running when I'm doing the dishes, like that just happen tonight so i'm just bitching about it so i'm sorry no no you're welcome to bitch about that you know what what this guy does to me is if i'm cooking he must think that that's really attractive because whenever i'm cooking he like he'll come up behind me and like grab bits and pieces and yes Mm -hmm. that's exactly what happens if the kids weren't in the room there'd be a hell of a lot more going on let me tell you what (laughs) it's gotten where i'm like you cook i'm good (laughs) that's so funny but yeah anytime I'm in the kitchen it's just like extra affection and I'm just like this is not the place or the time where I want well, or see, need it li- little, well yeah and I see that's an insight to the female mind a little insight to the male mind are, are we up are we breathing can I see you then it's the time or the place <laughs> at that point those are the those qualifications haven't met it's a Venn diagram it, time place intersect at yeah. awake and alert it's, it's more it's more or less like a light switch you can just look at me like you know even just like a sideways glance is like yes let's do this and she's like do right. what I'm like well you didn't she's like no I'm like but you like you looked <laughs> and she's like so I always look I'm like yeah but that look she's like what look <laughs> So you never have like if if you get like a sore back or something you never have Jody rub nope. your back. No, he hates it nope. uh, because really? and I will I will tr- like he'll be like oh my neck's really hurting I'm like let me rub it and I'll start to rub it and he'll just get more tense. So yeah, I leave no, it, it, it's, it's, wow. I, I fully admit to it. I'm probably just one of the strange ones, but the massages actually they tense me up more and they make me more uncomfortable and they actually make hmm. the situation worse. 
Um, and I've and, yeah, it's just I've never. It's not. It's not. I don't mind. Like I don't mind snuggling. I don't mind people touching me. None of that problem. It's just the actual massage itself, the act of manipulating the muscles and all that. It does not. It doesn't do for do me what it supposedly for what does for everybody else. So I'm just Would like, you prefer like alone. a hot? bath or shower he takes a hot shower he like he'll take like the hottest water he can and he'll like target it on the sore muscle until it loosens up but it bugs the hell out of me because i love massages i like like i i like purr like a little kitten when i get a good back rub like i'm just like yes that's what i wanted and um he he's no good at it because he doesn't understand the how it's supposed to feel so he's not really great at at doing it and right and I'll every now and then I'll be like, please give me a back rub. He's like, okay. And he's trying to be good at it, but it's just like it just hurts. Hey, <laughs> right. I'm good at the like... important things, all right? I got three kids. I can prove that. <laughs> I feel like that's like one of the or I mean, I give my husband a lot of back rubs and I would say he gives me a fair amount. I definitely give him more than he gives me, but he does a lot more laborious things than I do. Um, but I do feel like when he does give me one, like he kind of gyps me on it a little more than what I give to him. So it's like, well, uh, the I, other problem I have too, is I've got, I, I wouldn't call it carpal tunnel, but I do uh, have this his thing. joints lock up. My, 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 oh, my yeah. hand from all the years of typing and working on computers and whatnot. After a certain amount of time, if I'm doing the same repetitive task. My hands will actually like, like lock up. Yeah. And, and he has hurt something really bad. wrong with his wrist where like, see, like I like to have my back cracked where you cross your arms uh, mm-hmm. on your chest and mm-hmm. lay on the bed and like you breathe in and then when you breathe out you just press the back and, you, and like some of the bones or not bones or whatever is cracking in your back is cracking you press down and it cracks and like he used to be able to do that to me and, and now he can't because something's wrong with like his wrist um, well, little, little pro tip for working. you on that one because I've never actually heard of it being done that way uh, same position hands crossed across your chest like you do um, but, but standing ha- up, yeah, yeah, doesn't work for me. It, you, Don't you can, know why. you can make it work if you just you, you have to relax more. That's I the know, biggest thing. It's scared, really yeah. hard to relax in that so, scenario yeah, because so. it feels feel like, like you're being attacked. It's like, yeah, exactly. No, I feel like I'm being um, from violated. His, from his <laughs> end, though, it's gotta be the it's gotta be the um, it, you have to do. It's all surprise. You just kind of sit there and rock with a person. Because I do this for Jody. I've done it for my kids. Um, my mom used to have back problems. She'd have me do it for her too because I was the only person that could lift her up. She's not fat, but my my sister couldn't do it. So, <laughs> sorry, that came out all wrong. <laughs> She's not so. fat. I mean, I mean. <laughs> and so you just you kind of rock with a person, and when they're least expecting it, you just crunch, and you you just it's all about the way you lift them up, and yeah, it's like a zipper. I can get people to pop all the damn time. Yeah, it doesn't work for me because I have a rib. My uh, fourth rib down on the, my right side is <gasps> actually popped completely out in the front. What? Yeah, what it do doesn't. You mean? It doesn't sit. There's a cradle in your what cartilage. What does it do? It just it floats it sits on there top. It winks at me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's there's a big old bump on the front of my chest. Anyway, you got two big old bumps in the front of your chest. And I love them. <laughs> yeah, it does hurt actually, but um, it oh, wow. mostly it just makes it so that my the rib and the, my back doesn't sit quite right, so it needs to be cracked all the time. And right. when he does the stand up one, it has a tendency to knock that one completely out of place. So we I don't see. we don't do that. Very She's much. broken. Broken, yeah. yeah, I feel broken too. Like, I just, I lately, I feel like I've been sleeping in one position all night, and when I wake up, I feel like I got ran over. But or maybe I, I don't know, but I just feel a bit extra sore for no reason. I'm not like working out strenuously. Like, 
strenuously, sorry, um, I'm not doing anything too different. It's just like, I need your one hour massage, Jody. So <laughs> better hand that shit over. <laughs> you have to fly up here to get it though. <laughs> yeah, that would not be worth it. No. <laughs> no, I had the same thing going on for a while there. I, I ended up correcting it with a body pillow. And basically every night now I go to sleep balls deep in this body pillow and it mm-hmm. works, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember, um, when I was pregnant, like I never was the person who needed needed a bunch of pillows but like I was very comfortable with the pillow between the legs and this and that and like a bunch of pillows and then once I had the baby like I was back to just one big feather pillow so I don't do a bunch of pillows like I don't like to be really I don't know I don't like a a big pillow by me or I just I don't know it makes me feel um weird I don't know how to explain it yeah, well, I've but, always I've always been a side sleeper, and I found that I have to have a pillow because I can't. Oh, I'm actually, a stomach sleeper. Me too. I'm a stomach sleeper. I yeah. start off on my side, and then as soon as I'm ready to like really hit the the deep sleep, I roll over onto my stomach. And see, for me, I, I I have to have something there to help prop me up, but I can't do the whole snuggling thing because I'm also like a I'm like I'm part furnace, and so I'm like a blast <laughs> furnace too. So, and, and when, when even like when Jody and I snuggled is watching TV after a while, like, like she's we, like, like, like okay, you know, like get off of me, and yeah. it's like. <laughs> Yeah, you can, like, peel yourself off the other person. Like, okay, I got to go shower now because <laughs> I just – I generate so much extra body heat that it just causes us both to sweat and it gets gross. So Yeah, yeah. the whole cuddling thing, like, I I love it, like, with movies and, and stuff like that or just, like, watching TV. But at night, it's kind of like – and I, I don't know why it is, but after I had Scarlet um, – I just became more hot natured and mm-hmm. now my husband is like cold all the time, which I guess he's always been cold all the time. He, or we were both kind of the same. We had the same temperament as far as, you know, cold natured or hot natured. And so I like the AC on more now and I don't really like cuddling at night as much because I get hot and he doesn't like me to blast the AC all the time. <laughs> um, but he's really skinny, so, I mean, but, I mean, I'm not much bigger than him, so, I mean, I don't get it, why my, I don't even think, maybe that's not a factor at all, but, yeah, I, I, just, I don't think weight has anything to do, I mean, I, I will say I had noticed that when I was heavier, I stayed hotter longer, because, like, the blubber insulation you got going on there, that, that little, whoa, seat <laughs> just, just went all nuts on me. almost fell on your ass, oh, that, that was, was bad. awesome. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, but I, I've always ran warm. I've always been somebody who just runs super warm and I can't have that whole, I mean, there's uh, even like in the house, I have to keep the house, you know, the kids are always bitching about how cold it is. It's in here. been like, really oh. cold. It's the spring weather. He's got all the windows opened up and it smells so nice. Though. It's I no know, longer smell like I baby know, ass I and, know, and, and I know. you know, <laughs> y'all are lucky over here. It just smells like, like dirt pollution. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was in San Antonio. It's Humid assholes. <laughs> <laughs> God, Houston so, weather sucks. It was like ninety degrees today, yeah, and it rained for two hours this morning. So and it then was the, muggy. The, yeah, well, it kind of got better. Like during, like after, after two or so, it wasn't too muggy. But right, like right now, it's pretty humid outside. So I don't like Houston weather at all. It's just like the armpit <laughs> or like a sweaty asshole of hair, you know. <laughs> Awesome. That's That's, a very that's a very good description. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, y'all are pretty good at giving descriptions too, or (laughs) innuendos. So that could just you know be open and honest here. Uh, Yeah. No. No worries. So I have a weird, (laughs) weird tangent parenting question to ask. 
Yes. So Scarlet's almost nine months. Where does she sleep? She, she sleeps. God, I feel kind of terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, we don't have a crib for her. We have like a what they call a pack in play, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and it had like a bed in it, yep. and then we put um, like some type of not like a mattress, but something like padding, like a some type of baby padding in it, um, because whenever I was first pregnant. And I was, like, all determined to do, like, attachment parenting and this (laughs) and that. And I wanted to be, you know, the bomb.com with all that shit. You know, I thought I was going to go sleep and do this and do that. And so she was born and none of that shit happened. You know, like, I I breastfed (laughs) and she did sleep with me from time to time for the first four months of of her life. But, um... Most of the time, she just slept in a swing. And mm-hmm. whenever she breastfed at night, she slept in the bed with me. And then um, eventually, she stopped, like, to, like, I used to swaddle her in the blanket, you know, when they wrap them up. Yeah. And when she stopped liking that, we just started to put her in that little thing, um, the pack and play, which now we're looking for a bed for her, like a proper bed. Um so that's where she sleeps. Yeah, first off, I won't hate on the pack and play at all. We no, had we owned we had two one. or three of them. Yeah. And um <laughs> and because we went through them, you know, and then also anything I'm I'm a gadget guy. So anything like with like can serve as a crib and a bed and like you know it, that's just it's cool for me. So We we got we had a we got a pack and play with Tempe when she was young mm-hmm. and we, but it was it was second hand to us. The and green one? Mm-hmm. Well, the first one we got was second hand. And then they had a little weird thing in the middle and it wouldn't stay down oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, So then yeah. we bought a new one. Yeah, and we got the green one. And I bought a one that was unisex on purpose because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we are going to use the shit out of this. Yeah. And yeah, she's, pretty cool. Yeah, and it had the bassinet that went on top. Like you yeah. Could, yeah, and she slept in that a little bit. But she mostly, she slept in the bed with us mostly because she was, she how long, so really personal question, Um, how long did she breastfeed for? And I'm um, glad we're talking about this because the topic of tonight's episode is breastfeeding. You're yeah, really I, saw that, sure. I saw that on your Facebook. Sorry for chatting so much. Oh, no, no, no you're, you're fine. fine. It's, it's great to have the interaction <laughs> with the listener. No worries. Um, but um, we did that for about five months. But I had to go on a certain some medications, actually, where that was no longer a good option or not even an option at first it wasn't a good option for me and then it just wasn't an option so um about five months yeah and um so that's how long we did that for which i'm happy with because like the first two no the first month was like really to me the hardest yeah Mm -hmm. oh i agree fucking hardest and i was just proud of myself for doing that and so from there i was like okay let's try two months let's try yeah the first month was the hardest for us too because the damn kid kept trying to interrupt my boob time and i'm like you know (laughs) (laughs) we had to work out a schedule like no no no, okay from like nine to five i get it five to seven (laughs) so i take it you're like a boob guy like because i tits and ass yeah i'm a big boob and ass guy so well what else is there besides the vagina (laughs) what what, you 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 nailed it (laughs) No, no pun intended but <laughs> <laughs> there's a bug sorry <laughs> sorry 
You sound, oh my God. You sound I'm like, out on my porch. You sound like Trent. <laughs> He's got the biggest fear <laughs> of bugs you. right now. <laughs> He's just like, ah, there's a bug. <laughs> well, it crawled up my back and so oh. it scared me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyways, um, yeah, no, that's never been my husband's thing. So I wasn't too worried about it. He's more of just the ass guy. So, <laughs> I mean, I was happy about that because I didn't want to be bothered there anyways so <laughs> didn't need two two users um at that time so um but yeah like it just I'm, he's laughing because of the face I just made like you lucky bitch <laughs> 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 they still have fights in fact this morning there was a little bit of a fight because Trent Woke up and came into our bed and was like snuggling me in the morning. And he's still, okay, he's three. He still wants to snuggle a naked boob. Like that's a big <laughs> thing for him. Um, and <laughs> so he comes in. He's like, I want, I want booby. I'm like, oh, fine. So I pull my breast out of my shirt so he can snuggle it. And then Justin comes up and he's like, me too. And like they start fighting over <laughs> my hand. Well, it's, it, that not, is hilarious. Right now, it's a game. I it's love a doing. Game, I love doing it to him. I'm like, I look at him like Trent. That's my booby. He goes, No, it's my booby. And Jody's over there like, No, seriously, actually, it's mine. Wow. <laughs> but every once in a while, back when he was breastfeeding, it was so funny because I, I I'd give him a, a hard time. I'm like Trent, what are you doing? That's my booby. He's like, No, it's my booby. And then he go back to feeding again. And then it got to the point where he's like, It's Daddy's turn now. And he tried to hand me the boob. And he's like, Here, you have some. Like. Being generous. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. always very dad. generous. Very giving kid. Yeah. Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I weaned him when I did. Oh, my God. I couldn't handle it anymore. So how long did you breastfeed him for? Um, He was just over two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My um, my family, they're pretty, they were pretty big on breastfeeding and stuff. So most of them did breastfeed for that long. I think my sister maybe one of her kids maybe a year and a half or so and she works so she pumped too yeah which is what I had to do as well and so um and that's something I never had to do I did do it on occasion especially with Tempe because I was trying I was trying to get her to where she could be left sometimes for my own freedom but she had no right. none, none of the kids actually ever really drank the, milk yeah. from a bottle and it, a then bottle. at one point I just I was I was pumping. I had to pump because I had supply problems um, in uh-huh. terms of oversupply. I was going to say, you didn't have supply problems. You had uh, you were a little too forthcoming with that. You were like, I yeah. don't know what to do with all this. <laughs> and then I was pumping so I could give it to other people who needed it. But I didn't. Right. I didn't. Um, I didn't ever ha- have to pump for reasons like to have some to give to the kids. So I'm kind of lucky in that regard. But yeah, yeah, I tried to look for like a milk donor whenever. Um, I was finding out that I was going to have to quit mm-hmm. breastfeeding and I just had no luck with that. Um, and so we started the formula and then um, <clears throat> she wasn't too happy with a few that we were on and had to do test, you know, mm-hmm. test this one, test that one. That was super annoying. But, you know, at first I was pretty sad about it, you know, and then eventually I just, you know, got over it was just kind of like all right you know I'm, I'm doing what I have to do you know yeah. to keep her alive and and um <clears throat> the, but going back to like the whole the kids paying attention to the boob thing like I think it was like she once she like found out about of the bottle like because I guess it was six weeks when I introduced it to her because I was going back to work mm-hmm. um so she took to it, but was still breastfeeding great. But then when I I gave her formula, I think it was like 
maybe a couple weeks later, I just, like, showed her my boob just to see if she would even do anything. And she she acted like she didn't even know what it was. Like, (laughs) she just kind of, like, looked away. And then just the other day, just for, you know, like, shits and giggles, I kind of showed it to her. She just, like, grabbed my nipple and twisted it. Like, she did not care about it. Like, she didn't. (laughs) Ooh, a (laughs) plaything. She didn't know. I like like, this kid already. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I need to cut your nails. (laughs) Yeah, and I want to, before we dive too deep into this, I want to say that first off, we're not judgy here. No. It, it, we're, we're talking about breastfeeding, but if you had, if you did breastfeed, great. If you didn't breastfeed, totally cool. If you breastfed, then bottle fed, that's fine. Um, whatever mixture, it's not, we're not, I'm not, I, I, the whole point with tonight's topic is not so much that we want to shame people for, for either breastfeeding or not breastfeeding. It's more along the lines of, I don't get why people shame each other about this particular topic. It's so fucking retarded yeah. in my mind. I mean, I don't we, we've got people like there are people I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll just, we'll dive into it here. Well, and okay. I get a second after you because yeah. I need to say my piece on the whole You thing. want to go first? You can go first. Okay. I'll go first. Go first. I think breastfeeding is healthier for your child. I don't think it's the only option. And I know that it's really fucking hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I also know that bottle feeding is really, really difficult. Always having, you know, purified water and heating bottles and formula and this and making sure you have that and that. I think that breastfeeding, yeah, Yeah. I think that breastfeeding is a better option for most people. And there's not enough support for those people to understand where, because I I feel like I wouldn't have been successful if I hadn't had a lot of really, really strong people able to tell me exactly what was going on when I had problems. So my goal is to help people do what they need to do to, to and like I said, I don't, I'm not judging anybody who uses bottles. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that more people would breastfeed if they knew how it worked better. Well, and, and just, you know, to clarify, Ezra was bottle fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, she, my, my ex-wife tried and she tried to for a while there and, and she had latching issues. And I think the difference was we didn't. We never went to and saw a lactation coach. Yeah, and I think had which just sounds really. It sounds when I first heard that, I'm like there's people that a lactation coach it's a is lactation like, consultant. Well, consultant, I, I, yeah. Same difference. <laughs> to me, it's like something on the side lines, like rah rah, say spoon blah, you put that tit in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. I'm like, this is. I want that job. Let's see what you gotta do, kid. Is this watch? But you remember when I was in the hospital with Tempe, Julie came and helped, and she was like, "Oh, I know exactly what the." problem is here and she fixed the problem for me and yep. and we you know we moved on that was good to go and and but not even the hospital lack the quote-unquote lactation specialist well, noticed that same problem well then that's right. the thing well Julie, can i ask you a question mm-hmm. um so you have had two children mm-hmm. right and and did you have both of your children in the hospital yep okay so when you and did you plan to breastfeed both both of them yes okay so when you had them and delivered them, um, how were the nurses to you and, and <laughs> the people around you? How did they act towards you about the breastfeeding thing or um, talk to you regarding that? Oh, oh I'm going to interject here for just a second. <laughs> I'm going to say that I, I love nurses. I have a lot of family and friends that are nurses, and there are a lot of really good ones. But I also think that there's a lot of them that it's kind of like war after a while they seem the same blood guts and gore every fucking day and the same lack of empathy and compassion for what they have to do i mean when you got to wipe a, a grown person's ass you know that's part of your job function 
it gets kind of rough. So I think sometimes their bedside manner slips a bit <laughs> because of that. Not that I'm excusing it. I'm just saying I get it to the, the, why it happens, but go ahead. <laughs> That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I had planned to breastfeed. I had bottles as backup. I wanted to introduce bo- um, breast milk in a bottle at certain stages. So I had all that set up. I had a pump already. Um, right. So I was in du- with Tempe. I was induced and ended up having the emergency C-section and looking oh, wow. back on it, that is not how I would have done it, but whatever. We're, <laughs> right. That's not the, what we're talking about today. There are so many things <laughs> about that whole procedure oh, that I would, yeah. yeah. And um, so I had read lots of literature about making sure to f- breastfeed within an hour of them being born. And mm-hmm. um, it had been about an hour since this, almost an hour since the C-section. I was back in the recovery room mm-hmm. and Tempe was crying. And... I don't know if you remember, but newborn cries are really specific. Like they're there and they're like, they tear at your heart. Yes. And make your tits hurt. Exactly. Milk. Exactly. (laughs) And I was still heavily drugged at the time. And I said, I need to hold her. I need to feed her. And they, they said no. Because you were under anesthetic or right. what? Yeah, because oh, I wow. wasn't, quote unquote, I wasn't ready yet. They were afraid I was going to oh, drop shit. her. It was what one, one lady said yeah. or smoosh her or whatever. And I'm like, and I eventually, I was coherent enough to say, bring me my jo- child right now. You know, like yeah. this is right. not a, this is not a question of whether or not you can, you are going to do it. Yeah. And well, right. and, and, and I said, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but I've sat there too and I'm like, and if she happens to have a problem holding the kid, I'll be fucking here to help. Yeah, there it's was people there right with me. And so, yeah, they were, they weren't, they were, they were pretty just kind of like clinical. Literally, they were clinical right. about it, the entire procedure. So, eventually, I argued with them enough that I got her over, and she. Imme- this girl was like a freaking homing device. She just, you know, <laughs> found the tit and immediately. Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and I and I had like instantly. I felt more comfortable. I felt more secure. Mm-hmm. I felt Relaxed. more calm. I I was right. I was I get anxiety when I'm in medical situations, and I was like freaking out. And um, well, and and I and and what I think we have in this in, in in today's medical world is we have some we have made so many fantastic medical advancements in the last hundred and fifty ish years, whatever. Um, we've gone from bite down on a rag after a shot of whiskey and having somebody's leg sawed off to going to sleep and all that kind of crap, right? Um, but in those advancements, I also think that we've gone too far. We've, we've removed some of that human element of it, of where, like, hey, look, she's obviously crying because she's hungry. She's obviously leaking because she's got the milk to feed the crying baby. This is fucking nature trying to take its course. Get the fuck out of the way for a second. And sometimes you have to remove the medical portion of it and go back to letting nature take its course. Because quite frankly, humans as a species have existed for many, many years. And we survived long enough without all these fancy technologies. Granted, we have a better quality of life now due to a lot of these things. But... It's not like it was necessary, you know. I mean, it's not like back in the day when a uh, you know, lady, you know, shat a baby out on the side of the road somewhere or whatever, and, and they, like they didn't know what to do. I mean, they immediately they'd take it up, they'd feed it. They knew what they were doing. It's it's nature. You watch a, a an animal give birth and all that stuff. So it's, it's like we I think we've swung a little bit too far to the direction of letting the science, quote, unquote, of it take over and go, oh, it's okay, they'll be fine. And it's like, yeah, you're trying to rationalize with a creature that's young enough that right now they can't fucking be rationalized yeah. with. Um, right, and so people, the, you know, the nurses were very, very cold about it, and there and was. And then later, 
We, um, well, part of the problem was we had already had a lot of stress yeah. that night, too, and a lot of drama due to other external factors. That was before that, though, just to be clear. That, that what we were just talking about happened before the other but thing. But I found out it was happening during, yeah. more or less. So. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, and then later on in the hospital stay, um, they kept trying to take her to the nursery. Okay, yeah, that's where I was kind of getting at. Um, and uh, <laughs> they just wondering. Yeah, they kept asking if I wanted to take her to the, for them to take her to the nursery, and I kept saying no. She needed to be close to me in case she was hungry. And then right. um, one night, ju- the bed that they because I was in there for three nights, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the bed that they had for Justin was like incredibly uncomfortable, and he had gotten no sleep, so he decided to go sleep at home, and I stayed with the baby and. I asked them to take the baby to the nursery just for a very short amount of time so I could sleep. And when they brought her back, she was screaming. She was like red in the face screaming because she had been hungry and they hadn't brought her to me. Oh, wow. And I, I never, I never had them do that again. (laughs) Right. Um, so yeah. And I've got a very love hate relationship with doctors and nurses in general. So, but that's also like, she said, (laughs) we could veer way off topic onto that. But, um, this, when I went with Trent though, it was, it was quite a bit better. I was already prepared for those kind of things. So before, and it was a planned C-section because of the complications, but with Tempe. So, um, you know, I, I went in going saying, okay, as soon as I'm, you know, back in the recovery room, I want him brought to me so I can feed him. And, you know, I, I had all these kind of things kind of planned Laid out. Planned out. Yeah. Right. And um, it was a little bit easier. Right. Yeah. I was just asking because um, I've heard from a lot of people that, um, you know, people who, who were planning to breastfeed that, like, mm, they would, like, People in the hospital setting would encourage the mother to sleep and, and then end up giving the baby formula or a bottle or, or something like they that. Gave him a, they gave both of the kids binkies at different times, want. which we didn't want. Right, yeah. And, um, but they never gave him formula without ta- that I know of without talking to us. Yeah. Right. It- or they would encourage it like like heavily um like or like say like your baby's gonna starve if you don't you know if you don't feed it you know Mm -hmm. or stuff like that you know and make you feel bad whenever you're trying to make a choice as a parent or a mother and i think it's important breastfeed when i think it's really important if they're saying your baby is is actively starving here's the proof that you look into that very carefully but i also think that they take a very um you know um, the world is the, the sky is falling approach and there's there's a lot of give and take in that arena well not to mention the fact that right. as, as a new parent let's say you're a young you know you're young, you're an inexperienced parent somebody who hasn't been through this before um, and they offer this holy grail of I'll take the kid to the nursery for a little bit to give you some rest and in your mind I, I, at least this is what my assumption is in, in my mind if I was in that position I'd be like okay they are paid to do this they'll know when the child is hungry mm-hmm. they will bring the child back to me and they'll give it to you, you think that that's the procedure of how it's going to be but it's not they, they they they'll make the kid wait it out for a little bit and um so best piece of advice we can give to anybody who's either you know had one child looking to have more or is looking to have their first kid you need to sit down with your spouse or your significant other or whoever is going to be in the hospital with you. It doesn't matter who it is, mom, dad, whatever, and say, okay, here's a very definite, clear plan of what I want done. I'm not always going to be the most coherent or lucid, depending on what type of drugs that got stuck into my mm-hmm. system at this point in time. So I need you to be that person for me. And that's what Jody and I did. 
and I was that person, and that's part of what caused some of the drama with Temperance's birth, is because I had no, I was basically judge, jury, and executioner. I'm like, no, this is what she wants. When you, I was you know? too weak from the drugs and whatnot to to say the things I wanted to say in the best way possible, because I have a tendency to overthink how I'm going to phrase something to not hurt somebody's feelings. Right. But, so when I was in that frame, he was able to just say, you know what, I know what she wants. We talked about it a lot beforehand, and this is what she wants. Deal with it. Yeah. And um, and I'd basically I, donkey punch that shit in there. I'd be like, either you fucking do this or you don't. But yeah. you know, this is, you're going to cause problems if you don't. Yeah. Um, but I think our society in general, we've taken a really weird approach to breastfeeding, and I'm and I I, I know I've, <laughs> I've hinted at this in previous episodes. Um. The boobs are not a sexual. I mean, granted, I love them, and, and they and then they do the sexual thing for me. That's that's awesome. But as a, just as a as what they are supposed to be, what they're there for, you know, they are not a sexual device. They are a food delivery device for the offspring. If you look at any other creature, any other species, you don't see a fox walking up to another fox, licking the nipples first, then getting after it. They just you know, <laughs> <laughs> they kind of mount up and go to town. That's that. And um, right. sometimes it's that might be something. You know, Exactly, it's a whole bio. Exactly. Whereas we've oversexualized <laughs> these things to the point where girls are getting boob jobs, t- you know, lifts, tucks, this, that, the other thing. Um, but when it comes right down to it, the function of a mother's breasts, if she chooses to make that path, is to feed the child. <coughs> well, and, you know, at the same time, like just to be honest, like I would not mind getting a boob job like one day. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. no I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to hate on people who do that. I'm just saying that, that right. I get the functionality. And yeah, the, there's a the there's biological. A, we have, and I think we've know, forgotten that quite a bit. No, I totally agree with that. Um, if, if you don't mind, no, go I, ahead. I'll sh- I I wanted to kind of just slightly backtrack and share a little bit of what my experience was with uh, the breastfeeding and the. No, actually, my, this is it's, my, it's great. I want to. This is uh, this is exactly how I want this episode to go. So you're doing just <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> and then we can talk about the. Um, uh, I guess the, you know, both sides of you know, y- you were talking about how we've got a new producer. Know, I love what, this. how you know there's the opposing views and how so some people get you know so upset and up in arms about you know the different views on it and i think there's very few um people well maybe there's not very few people but um there's i just don't see a lot of middle ground where people are just kind of like yeah i see i can see both sides let's 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 you're you're already starting to dive down that road so let's backtrack (laughs) tell your story and then we'll move um, on anyways i i i had scarlet in august and um i had her at a a birth center i didn't have her at a hospital and um so i planned to breastfeed her um i had her and i went home four hours later and i was like kind of freaking out a little bit because like they try to get you to breastfeed you know what like jody said like within an hour um well she didn't say that but you want to try to do that when they're after they're born and um she latched a bit but i had some issues as far as like she was a very very sleepy baby like Mm -hmm. and to the point where it almost scared me like she slept through the night from the time she was born basically um which was very (laughs) (laughs) well it was scary though because she was my first baby lucky bitch and maybe the first two nights she didn't do it because i would make her i couldn't sleep because i would make her wake up i would watch her sleep you know because i was just 
like I wanted her to eat. And, um, you know, whenever, before your real milk comes in, there's that, that weird liquidy or jelly stuff. Colostrum mm-hmm. is what they call it, I guess. Um, and so, but she wasn't really getting anything. So like I was just looking stuff up online. I called the La Leche League and all this stuff. And they were like, well, you can put it in a dropper, like a Tylenol dropper for infants and give it to her that way, you know, so you won't have to use a bottle and this and that. And so like, I was just freaking out and that was my experience. And that was just one night, you know, but it ended up going smooth. And I, (laughs) in the process of that, um, you know, trying to, well, not trying. I had what, whatever the, I don't know why they call it natural birth. You know, it, everyone, it's just what you do, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I joined a lot of what they call, you know, like crunchy mom groups, you know, like neo hippie, this and that, yep. um, natural parenting, you know, all those terms, groups on Facebook. And, um, I've learned that women, in those groups are evil they're evil cunts yeah Yeah. no they are they are total they're total cunty bitches yes (laughs) and and what what sucks is out of one of those groups yeah Um, i think that most people who join them are perfectly normal awesome people it's just you get the vocal minority (sighs) like just you know the the few people who are willing to put themselves so far out ahead and just and they are just bitches the reason like i put no go ahead sorry some questions and like when I was when I first had Scarlet maybe within a month and like some of the like and they weren't totally just stupid questions you know it would just be I I can't give you exact examples because I don't remember at this point but just some of you know you can tell when a female is trying to be a bitch but like trying to be nice at the same time Mm -hmm. like bitchy nice you know face like that doesn't I can see right through that every time even if it's over the fucking internet you know like just and I just don't I don't get it and they would talk about breastfeeding and just bash anyone who would ever think of trying to feed their kid any type of food um, under the age of one years old um, (laughs) or trying to uh, uh, give them formula you know Mm -hmm. and basically calling them stupid and you know they should even I've heard, seen things like they should have child protective services called on them and just really ignorant things to say, yeah. you know? Do, do, you, do you live in Portland? <laughs> uh, it sounds an awful lot like uh, the, the Portland uh, Moms group in, we were part of. I, <laughs> no, funny, I live where people hang Confederate flags. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Well, the, <laughs> well, so do we, actually. So the reason, yeah, the reason I was snickering a little bit, goes, this, the, the minute she started saying all that, it, it immediately brought back a, a flood of memories. Uh, this is how Chanel connected with us. Uh-huh. Um, in the very early days, uh, er, early on in the podcast when I found out she was listening she's like hey look you know listeners yada 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 what do you how do you handle these like Nazi like hippie moms that are you know <laughs> and she's going and she was and we were going back and forth and all of this and I'm like oh my god my wife's part of one of those groups too blah blah blah, blah. Um, but yeah you made a very good point you got these people like you said there's no there's no middle ground on any of this it's either you're mm-hmm. like people seem to be gung ho yeah it's all boob all the time or it's like fuck you my tits are mine my I'll, I'll you know feed my kid you know I've got technology and science so why shouldn't I use that and you know. Both, both. There really is no. It's like politics. There's really no middle spectrum. It's right. You're one way or the other. One thing I hear, like on the other side, for 
women who choose to um, not breastfeed and only want to formula feed, like, I hear things like, well, I don't want my tits to look like pancakes, and I, I just, you know, or just stupid things like that, you know, that are really insensitive, like, it's just like really like that that's your reason you know like mm-hmm. and and things that are just have no relevance to your child's nutrition yeah really. i think like, it's i think no it's natural in- for us for for moms who have who have been through the process of breastfeeding which is difficult it is hard to hear a woman who refused to breastfeed for what some might consider selfish reasons um it is hard to hear that. It is hard to hear another mom say, well, I don't want my boobs to be floppy mm-hmm. from breastfeeding. It's like, well, you didn't want your vagina stretched out either, but that was part of the process. You know, like it's all part of being a mom and, 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 and it that, is hard to hear that. Yeah. But I think I have taken a step back and said, but as long as they're, you know, raising a healthy child who really, who's really at, to, right is it to step in and say anything and it but it's really hard to hear like like you say they're insensitive comments because if i say breastfeeding is best and if you don't breastfeed if you don't even attempt to breastfeed you're a bad mom it's just as insulting to them as if they say well i don't want to have floppy boobs like yours (laughs) right i agree i agree with that um but i've also uh i've heard you know people say like i I don't get why people would ever do that to their body or stuff like that. Like maybe not, that wouldn't be my personal choice, you know, but just saying like as an overall statement, like, Mm -hmm. you know, about women in general, like, or they think that since we do have formula today, you know, why would you, you (laughs) I guess, um, I feel like it might, I don't know if it's a lack of education about the, the benefits maybe but i think some people might in what i've heard some people might actually think formula is a better choice which that's fine if they think that um i've heard some people actually say like you know they think if formula is here today you know why not just use it so mm-hmm. you know i mean i guess there's that argument too well but. and and so yeah, there's so many different ways I go with that. The first, my, my first point is, uh, of, of all that is, is quite frankly, if if uh, Lady B over there is not breastfeeding her kids because that's her choice not to, for whatever cho- for whatever reasoning she had to make that decision, she chose not to breastfeed her children. But the kids are healthy, as Jody said, fed, taken care of, whatever. None of my fucking business. If, if this person over here chose to breastfeed, didn't want to do the whole formula thing, whatever, yada, 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 and the kids are healthy, fed, well taken care of, they're a good mom, none of my fucking business. It's the ones in the middle where they're they're judgy and all that, but their kids aren't being taken care of. And and frankly, when, when people get all uppity like that, you know, I, I, I don't want floppy tits, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you've already got floppy tits. I, I get real, <laughs> I, I get real, I can become a real dick move to that. If, if you're, if you're going to be dickish enough to open your mouth and say something rude like that, then I'm just going to flop it right back in your face. Only I'm probably a hundred times better at it than you are. <laughs> I, I've just, I, you can ask Jody. I can, I can out asshole most anybody. Um, 
but any given day yeah it, it doesn't but it doesn't really what does it matter i mean if the kid is healthy and taken care of you know i i will say this much i noticed the difference between when ezra when we were raising ezra and how things went with him versus when um temperance and trent grew up just in the immune the immune system alone and how right. he how often he got sick and things were going on versus how often the other two children got sick there are definite key scientifically proven benefits to breastfeeding you get the you get the mother's immunities for the first you know so on and so forth it helps build their immune system yada 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 frankly once again i go back to the whole biologically this is how we've done it for a bajillion years so there's nothing wrong with doing it that way now on the flip side of it uh, there's also plenty of people who have had medical conditions for whatever reason that have allowed not allowed them to have the milk come in and back in the day children would starve and their babies would yeah. die, and or they would have to have what, what, what they call those uh, wet nurse, right? Right, yeah. Um, so that, which, by the way, I totally breastfed family members' like kids, so yeah. I did that. We, we, I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's actually kind of it, it's it's cool from both sides of it because we have an ability nowadays that we 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 know the benefits to what breastfeeding brings, but we also have a way to right. hey look that's not working for you and your kid needs to eat we can make that happen and so your child can still eat and live so it's like the best of both worlds so instead of looking at the negatives to both sides why don't you all shut the fuck up <laughs> and look at the positives to both sides <laughs> um but I'll, I'll bring a perfect example from today there's because i want to dive into that a little deeper about the people who are like oh it's gross or it's uh, it's just ooky or whatever oh yeah go yeah. ahead and I'll <laughs> <comment>. so <laughs> the i actually i, I run into a this is the big and i don't know this is gonna it's like a personal thing on my just me, me letting some personal shit out i have to be extremely careful around breastfeeding women and it's not because i do anything to be offensive or i i, I don't like it or anything else it's just that it's so natural for me for a woman to flop a tit out, stick it in the kid's mouth, that I don't even think about if I happen to be looking that direction. And right. He gets the creepy stare going on on accident. Not because he's actually he's, staring at the tit, but it's just because it doesn't, uh, doesn't mean anything to Yeah, him. I'll be looking around. I might be looking in their general direction, but not at them directly. And then I'll get like, the, the guy coming up like, why, why are you looking at my woman's boob? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was reading the sign. Oh, shit, dude. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> well, for me, I mean, for me it's... For, you know, go ahead. I mean, if you're, my opinion is, if you're going to do that in public, then you can't just expect someone, no one to look at you at all. No, but I I do understand the getting defensive part of it because there are some sick fucks out there. I've had, I've encountered them. And so if it looks like the dude's like straight, just like staring at the titty. I had a guy staring at my tit one time at the mall. Yeah. And that's a little ooky. I, I, I mean, I, I decided because I was in a public place to approach it in a public manner and I just started uh-huh. staring back at him. <laughs> I just right. like made eye contact. I'm like, hello, I'm looking at you, looking at my boob. You well, know? I mean, like, Justin, were you leering for like no. 30 seconds? No, I no, mean- no, no. But, but for me, I'm just saying that I have to be careful because of the fact that my sister breastfed, my, all my family that I've you know been around growing up, everybody right. breastfed. So tits flying out of their bras and going into kids' mouths—that was just a natural <laughs> thing for me. We had right. friends of the family that my mom coached on how to breastfeed back in the day. So there, for the longest time as a child growing up, there was just boobies everywhere. And it was because kids yeah. were getting fed, and it was a natural thing for me. So I don't even think twice about it. If I'm at a restaurant and a lady pulls a boob out. I'm like, oh, she's going to feed the kid, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even think twice about it. And in fact, sometimes I get, a f- I almost get pissed off when they feel like they have to cover up. Like they seem like shamefully pulling the blanket up, especially if the kid's swatting it back down and they're shamefully right. pulling it back up again. It's, 
this, that that's not offensive to me. What's offensive to me was what I saw at McDonald's today when the fat <laughs> fucking whale of a, of a woman comes walking in there, and I'm like, this is like this is like land manatee size, right? I mean, she was a big chick. <laughs> Just like- <laughs> so. And as she's walking to the table with her kids and she's got the tray of food in front of her, she's, she's like balancing the tray in one hand as she's shoveling handfuls of fry into her fat fucking mouth in the other hand while her kids are like, Mommy, I'm hungry. Mommy, I'm hungry. She's like, yeah, get to the table. Get to the table. And she's gobbling these fries down. And I'm like, honey, you've got enough in reserve there. You can the fries can wait. Your kids are sitting here jumping around saying they're hungry. They want to eat. And you're, you're too busy crumbing these things into your fucking maw. That to me is offensive because that's a mother that's not properly taking care of her kid. That's 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 what's disgusting to me is is based parents who don't take care of their children. Somebody who's sitting in a public place like, hey, you know what? I got to feed my child. This is how they eat. Boom. Boob goes in the mouth. When somebody's across the dining room from me at a restaurant shoveling a steak into their mouth at Mach 1 and it's I don't go there and go, you know. That's just really gross. You shouldn't do that. I mean, ugh, you know. <laughs> so why would I do that to a mom who's got the you know the kids are sucking the boot? I'm not gonna go like you know. That's really why it's it's eating. That's what they're doing. The fucking kids eating. The fucking dudes eating. It's actually more offensive to me that the, the fat fucks that sit there and just shovel like you know thousands upon thousands of calories in their face while their kids are bouncing around like Mexican jumping beans. But it's more important they shovel those fries into their mouth. And granted, I could be over judgy. It might be she maybe she is a good mom and hasn't eaten since that morning. I don't know, but it doesn't appear that way. Yeah. And so to, right. for people to take offense to the fact that um, there might be someone's breastfeeding. Exactly. Or a boob being shown. Or I don't want my kids to see that. Why would Why you not? Want? Why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going to go to a fucking museum one day or watch porn or I mean, it's just it's a natural body. I well, mean, see, that, that, it's that, a that human por- body. Yeah. And that parlays into all the body image issues this fucking country has is that we put such a huge stigma on covering up and not seeing tits and I can it's totally okay for me to let my kids go out there and watch Robocop put you know 152,000 bajillion bullets into a fucking carcass and then walk up and pop it one more time in the head just to make sure oh, it's fucking that's dead. what's wrong with my husband <laughs> <laughs> but, he but, watched that when he was little okay, but, but no but you see what I'm saying it's it's that mentality that people take that blood guts and gore totally acceptable <laughs> but a na- natural naked body nipple oh my god there was a nipple have you seen the free the nipple stuff going on in Mm-mm. I think it's Sweden yes yes I have yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's ridiculous that we should have to do stuff like that. I know. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, so I, I, I feel like I didn't, well, my, me and my husband kind of have almost, I would kind of say not completely differing views about that. Like I could just tell when, when we were in public and if I, didn't cover up he would start to feel a little bit uncomfortable or there were times like I would walk um in my apartment complex and like go do laundry and I would have the baby in a um like a sling type thing and I'd just you know pop the boob in her mouth you know so she'd you know eat and I could do my laundry you know at the same time and multitask and then I well that was one specific time and he just was like I don't really like you going out there like that you know but he kind of told me like he was more concerned with we don't live in the best area so I mean he was concerned with weirdos but still like if we went out to eat he I could just tell he was uncomfortable but he would never be like don't fucking do that like you know and sometimes I would choose to cover up and sometimes I wouldn't yeah um the first times I started um to go out in public with the baby 
I chose to cover just because I felt like I wanted to. And um, I remember going into a Kroger's, and which is a grocery store over here. I don't know if you guys have that. It, it's called Fred Meyer's here, but we know what Same it is. Thing. Okay. Um, so I was. they have Starbucks um, in, in our, the Kroger's over here. And so I was sitting at a table feeding her covered. And you could just see her little feet hanging out. She must have been like two months old or so. Um, no, maybe a month and a half. I, I don't really remember. But anyways, there's an employee having his lunch. <clears throat> he gets up, and as he's passing my table, he goes, people are trying to eat in here. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yes, just, they are. <laughs> it was just one of those moments where I was just so like, what the fuck, that I couldn't even think of anything to say. And like, I talked to the manager about it, and um, because it's not fucking against the wall to do that. And nope. she was covered, so what the fuck are you even talking about, first of all? And then, um, you know, you just when things like that happen, you don't say anything. You think about all the things you could have said, like yeah. the witty, you know, like, fuck, I wish I would have said this. And, like, I'm like, God, you're a fucking asshole, you know? And from that day, I pretty much chose not to cover because... Like, it was uncomfortable, and the baby didn't like the blanket on her head or the cover mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, it's a personal choice. You know, even, it's not really my husband's choice. Um, and if if he isn't down with it, then, you know, that's something wrong with him. Like, you know, I'm sorry it makes you a little uncomfortable, but it's just what I'm choosing to do, you know? Well, and <laughs> that's the, just the way it is. Yeah, I, well, and it actually, that brings up a story or a memory Um so we lived with my parents for a period of time, okay. and there was there was a period of time when we were first together that I was trying really hard to live because I, I I raised three of my my ex had three kids from a previous relationship, and I raised them all from like when the youngest one was nine months old when I first met him, the oldest one she was just turned four, so I raised them through a lot of their formative years and their young in their younger you know years there, and then the whole divorce thing happened split. And I still tried to keep connected with them. I got c- blocked at every turnaround and whatnot. But there was times where we would invite them over to our house and have them hang out and hang with grandma and grandpa and whatnot. Because we all wanted to show them that even though mommy and daddy split kind of a thing or mommy and stepdaddy split, um, that we all we all still love you. You know, right. as kids, we still love you. And so there was one time that they were over and the oldest, she... I sent a text to her mom saying that, you know, Jody was feeding the kid and the boo came out, blah, blah, blah. And then my, my ex texts me and says, hey, look, um, you know, t- you know, so-and-so is uncomfortable with this. Um, can you please have Jody cover up kind of a thing? And I wasn't even thinking about it when I said it. It was just I was I was operating at that mode of I'm trying to keep a connection with these kids because I really miss them. And, and it was really the whole it's still rough to this day to see him and, and realize that I don't have a relationship with any, them anymore. Wow. But I'm yeah. not going to dig too deep into that because it just gets, I'll, I'll probably get all weepy. Um, right. But so I asked, I'm like, hey, Jody, hey, look, can you just do me a favor? And not even, not even thinking about, I, was, I wasn't thinking about what it was going to do to her when I said this. I'm like, would you mind just popping a, a, a blanket over or whatnot? And she, uh, bless her heart, she did. She obliged. She came and got me later and told me that um, it that really upset her. <coughs> but the person that truly upset was my dad. And my dad caught wind of all this. And he's like, what the fuck happened? He's like, what? Oh, hell no. And so he calls my ex up on the phone. He's like, you fucking you know, emailed my daughter or messaged my son, telling my daughter-in-law that she had to cover up and she's feeding her fucking child in my fucking house? Who the fuck do you think you are? And just starts <laughs> mailing into her. This was, wait, Jody's dad? Or no, you? no, this, no, this is, is my dad. Justin's okay. dad. Yeah. And 
And my ex. His ex. <laughs> and your ex texted yeah. you. He texted me and while said. While y'all were all in the same house? Yeah. And said, you know, because my, my, we had her kids over to hang out with us. And she's I like. See you next Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. That's. So, so anyways, um, and so my dad just rallies into this and he's just, and, and my dad, when he hits these rare forms, it's just like popcorn. You grab, it's like watching a movie. You grab some popcorn, <laughs> you sit back and you just watch this because this right. it basically came boiled down to just cause you, you know, couldn't go, well, handle it. well, and or, something basically along the lines of just because you're not uh, the, a nat- natural born mother, like my awesome oh, yeah, daughter-in-law he, and like, so he's, it made me feel really good he, He's really, he's really good about that. He had there was a lot of pent up aggression and emotions and things that they had to say or they wanted to say to my ex, but they never did in order to keep mm-hmm. the, the, the keep things civil for Ezra's sake. And it all just came flooding out at that one point. He's like, "Yeah, fuck you," just because you're a fucking whore mother that can't do this. And it just was like laying into her and just bam, 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 and the whole thing. And he's like, "I'll tell you what, you know what? If it's a, if my granddaughter can't eat, then I'm not going to feed your fucking kids either, and we'll see how they like it." Blah blah. And then he slams the phone down and grabs the kids and brings them upstairs who the fuck do you think you are and then just melees into them he's like that child is eating in my fucking house and in my fucking house nobody fucking goes hungry you or her and i don't give a fuck if you and he just was like <laughs> and these poor kids were just like they're sitting on the floor like sucking the carpet up they're just like oh my god so very nervous and, and he's just and he's going off on them. and then he turns around and lays into me and what the fuck do you think you're doing telling your wife to cover it up and blah, blah 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 and i'm like whoa yeah i fucked up but here's why i did it he's like i get that but that was a stupid dick fucking move and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> and so he just went in dad mode and just i mean it i that i was just watching that flood of emotions come flying out but he had right. a very valid point He's like, this is my house. Nobody starves in this house. If you're hungry, you come to me. I will feed you. The mm-hmm. baby was hungry. He went to his mom. And this is something natural. And if you've got a problem with that, you need to do a, basically a self-check and figure out what's fucked up in your head. Um, and, yeah, so that created a whole – that put a wedge between me and the yeah. ex for a while there. And and not that I mind it because, it, you know, it, it needed to be said. And and like, it is honestly one of the very few times I ever covered up for anyone because I've had anyone from two year old two year olds to teenagers ask me why I couldn't cover up my my nephew had a problem with it um, mm-hmm. and kind of said out loud you know to me and and I'll give him I'll give him points for having the balls to come to me directly instead of telling somebody else to tell me um, but he was like um, do you have to do that in here I'm like well I'm in here. The baby's in here. Do you think that I should have to remove myself from the room simply to feed someone? Like that seems a little, you know, juvenile, right? It's just a boob. Right. And I and and my comeback has always been it's just a boob. Mm-hmm. Like it really is just another appendage to me. Oh, trust me. She says that to me all the goddamn time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do. He grabs my tit and I'm like, it's just a boob. I'm Leave like, it alone. I'm like, okay. yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I never no, I mean, since I was only doing it for a short amount of time, so I didn't have any experiences where people, um, like, asked me, except for that one asshole who just made, this, like, a rude comment, but, like, asked me to move or cover. Um, but I remember, um, see, I, I live close to my aunt and uncle, and they kind of, I can't say they raised me but I lived with them during high school um and they're very uh religious and um they're kind of in a uh, well I don't know I don't know what type of religion you'd call it it's a Christian type of religion but 
they're very much into modesty, like a lot of uh, conservative Christian religions are. And um, but they're very much into doing things, you know, the way I guess you would say God intends them to be, you know. And um, I remember I told my uncle one time, like, I think Robbie's kind of my husband, so uncomfortable with me, um, like you know breastfeeding like mm-hmm. in a restaurant you know just by the way his face gets like we never really had a conversation or he never was like hey put that shit up or cover your up you know and then I think he did tell me something like well that is you know like you know you, God says to be modest and this and that or something or another I, I, don't, I don't his response is basically like you should cover up when you're in public and that was his opinion on it but whenever I was at whenever I go to his house I I I didn't cover up or I would go to another room just because I wanted some peace and quiet because he Mm. had other kids, you know, and I would want to take a, I would take a nap a lot of the time. Um, but I wouldn't cover up like in the house. So, I mean, um, that was his take on it. And then my sister has three kids and she breastfed all of them, but I think she always covered up, um, in public. A, a lot of women feel more comfortable doing that and I don't I right, don't think fine. there should be any shame if you wish to completely yeah. cover up please do. I had kids who couldn't would not stand for it. Period. They just pulled that shit down. Like oh, yeah. no matter what I did. I wonder why it is that a guy can walk around without a shirt. Exactly. But a, a woman can't breastfeed her child. Well, that, I mean you can but it's just <laughs> like you get all the you know this grief about it yeah you know? well that, that dives into another completely different topic um basically the way i've always looked at it well, not always i should say more recently i've started to look at it um is I, I i've come to the decision on my own that like especially if they're uber religious they're uber modest etc and they say god says this and god says that you i just look at them and go yeah you tell me that god says that and you base it off the bible that you read that you and i both know so very well <laughs> but did you understand that the Bible was written by a man well after the fact all of these events actually <laughs> occurred? And so it's not really God that said these things, but it was Don't this particular yeah, it was yeah. this pr- particular person's twisted view of life that we now have based you know many many societies upon about it. And if you are religious, totally fine. You guys do what you do. I'm going to do what I do. My thing is, though, is I'm not going to hate on other people. If you want to believe that, that's fine. But the minute you start throwing the God says this and the God says that, I'm going to probably, I'm not going to be as nice about it. Um, because any of those things, yeah, that's like I said, I'm not going to dive them in that wormhole because it's going to get us into yeah. a whole separate issue. Yeah. But it's, it, I look another at it. Time. Yeah, another time, <laughs> exactly. I just look at it simply as it's what nature intends when a dog is sitting there feeding her puppies and all of them are attached to all bajillion nipples they have not a single <laughs> fucking person's like oh my god cover that up you bitch you fucking whore you, i can't believe you sit there and flop your fucking boobs out and feed your puppies right there in public and then the, it's like yeah fuck you. you exactly you're not gonna say it to the dog but you're gonna say it to this person over here you should have if anything as people we should have more respect for the fellow human than we should for the animals. Not that I'm saying we shouldn't have respect for the animals. Peter, please stay the fuck away. Um, right. But it's one of those things that 
if you're not going to say a cow should cover up their their udders, then you're not not to compare women to cows. I'll just go there. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't tell these I have people. Certainly felt, I have certainly <laughs> felt like a cow at certain points. In fact, um, at one point, Trent went through a phase where anytime the boobs were naked, he thought it was eating time. <laughs> and I was, I was getting ready for a shower, and I bent over... I bent over, like, pick up the dirty laundry or something, and he just uh-huh. walks right up and starts oh. and latches on. And I'm like, I've never felt more like a freaking heifer and than it, I do it right did, now. It didn't help that I saw the entire thing happen, and I'm holding the wall gasping for air because I'm <laughs> laughing so hard. Because Trent's like, just like, I can do this? And in his mind, he's like, well, if she stays bent over and just walks, I'll walk with her. And, you know... Hilarious. And I'm I'm dying for I'm I'm just like <laughs> laughing my ass off and she's like shut up I'm like I can't <laughs> wow but I mean really it does Have not you ever told the story about when I breastfed Tempe on the road on the oh the uh, no the road boob <laughs> road boob like like to, to me that just sounded like roadhead that's what it's supposed more, to sound like more or less yeah we were on a we, we took a trip to Reno in the car. And Temperance is still breastfeeding at the time, and, and was losing her shit. She does not like car rides. She doesn't like she doesn't like super long car rides. And so we got you know into hour eleven of this car ride, um, and she was starting to have. And we had taken many stops and whatnot, but she was she was done. She was hungry. I was done because what should have been an eight and a half hour drive was pushing damn near twelve hours. And so finally, I'm like, why don't you just hop in the back and give her a boob while we're driving? And Joey's like, okay. So we pull off the side of the road. She hops in the back seat, flops it out, sticks it in the kid's mouth. And Tempe, is, it was like the Holy Grail appeared to Tempe. She's like, wait a second. We can be in this vehicle of <laughs> hell and death and damnation and this horrible thing that I hate so much. But I can have the booby while I'm doing it. Fuck yeah. And so, she, and so the rest of the couple hour drive, I mean, granted, you had a backache afterwards. Because you did. spent the entire thing like sideways with a tit in her mouth. <laughs> But she was quiet the rest of the time. Yeah. And so and then from that point forward, she she got it in her head that she should get road boob. And so then like she'd sit there and she'd throw a fit if we wouldn't stop and let Jody hop in the back and feed her. So it got to the point where we spent a lot of time with Jody in the back actually feeding her while we we're on the road. And those were the most peaceful car trips ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And then I saw, And that's when I envied people who bottle fed their children. Because <laughs> yeah. you could just do a bottle yeah. at that point. Um but yeah, I mean it's I don't I, I don't like I said I don't want to hate on anybody from either side of the spectrum I think we all just as as hippie-ish as this sounds need to figure out how to get along with each other because there's nothing disgusting about somebody feeding their child no no and at, at the very least it's not any more or less disgusting than somebody shoveling you know more calories into their already fat laden body that doesn't need anymore <laughs> um, and so right. I mean at the end of the day I think it just comes down to like um, when people are on, you know, different sides about that, I think, um, and there's just, there's no one, there's no, it's, you know, black and white and there's just has to be this way or that way. And if you well, think this way, you know, you're fucking, you know, just a dumbass. then yeah. it's just about an ego self-righteous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something, you know, wrong with you i guess i mean and there i think we can all be like that from time to time and you gotta check ourselves um i think that's it i think it's more know? about checking yourself yeah. when it does happen yeah. because it's bound because to flare up and, and also it's about growing too you know like i mean when i was younger like when my sister breastfed and stuff um so i became an aunt when i was 12 and so i'm i'm only 22 now i'm, I'm a young mother um and Probably when I was like seventeen, I I don't 
I, I've watched her kids, you know, grow up and stuff. My oldest nephew, he's nine, um, or 10 maybe now. I don't know. But, um, I remember having thoughts like, oh God, I would never breastfeed like, cause I saw what it did to her tits, you know, and I <laughs> yeah. was a very vain person at one time, you know, and, and I made the comments about, you know, how people would say stuff like that, you know, and, um, when I found out I was pregnant, you know, I just, I did a lot of research and a lot of reading and I decided to make that decision. And that's just, you know, what I chose to do. And, and that doesn't mean my choice has to be your choice, you know, and, and, and some people might want to make a choice over vanity, you know, and that's their choice to fucking make. I don't care, you know, do what you want, but, but like, same don't time, be an I, asshole. Yeah. You know? The way, the way, you know, and, and I think the best way I can boil it down, um, and I need to boil it down cause we're getting a little long on the tooth here as far as the episode length goes, um, is that I'm not going to walk up to your child who's eating in a restaurant, normal food and go, my God, I'm trying to eat here. Can you please stop doing that? Um, <laughs> any more than I would expect you to walk up to me as a person who's eating in a restaurant to say the same thing to me. So don't you come up to me or my wife <clears throat> and say, you know, you should you should really find somewhere else to do that. People are trying to eat well, here because it's like you has know someone what? actually done that to you all though, real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. I um, like, while y'all were both there, like, no, no luckily I for them, happen, no. I had it. I <laughs> yeah. had it happen. It wasn't an eating thing. It was at um. A local mall has a play area in it, and um, mm-hmm. I had taken Tempe to play, and I was feeding Trent, and um, a right. a dad came up to me and told me that um, that this really wasn't the place to do that, and 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 very sweetly, right. there are breastfeeding rooms what? around the corner. Okay. And I just looked at him and I go, there's absolutely no reason I can't sit here with and watch my daughter play while I feed my son. And right. if you have a problem with it, you're welcome to take it up with management or simply fucking leave. <laughs> and I left it at that. And, you know, and you Good said, for you. well, and you said something that hit home for me was you said that, um, you know, you never know what to say in the moment, but I had practiced. I had, I was waiting for somebody to say something to me so I could tell them what I really thought because, um, you know, people glare at you and, and especially in Portland, the passive aggressive city of the world, mm-hmm. they just look at you and kind of sigh or look at you and roll their <laughs> eyes or whatever. And I was just waiting for somebody to come up and say something to me like, go ahead, fucking bring it. Yeah. I really want to know what you have to say. And this guy, like I said, he was pretty sweet about it. He was just like, you know, oh, there's breastfeeding rooms around the corner i'm like, like i'm oh, aware I'm of that but tell you what's on my mind i don't care and, what you think. yeah and and i was and i looked at him i go and you want me to take my two-year-old daughter in into a breastfeeding room and make her sit there instead of you know letting her play where i'm you know where i can see her and i was in the corner i wasn't flashing about my breast whether or not that matters <laughs> is completely irrelevant but you know i wasn't being overt and um you know it just I was just, I was so glad I, I was in the position where I could just tell him exactly what I thought and everybody, all the other moms were in full support. Yeah. And and for me, it's one of those things that, um, I, I get a lot of people in Portland don't like me because I am not passive aggressive. I'm very, if you, if you, if you're going (laughs) to, I'm very in your face and I'll just, I'll be like, Hey, look, here's what I think. You don't like it. Fuck the fuck off. And you know, and some people are willing to put up with that and, and talk back to me and some people aren't. Um, but it's uh, the way I've always thought about it is, you know, uh, let's say 
especially like the, the crunchy granola ones that like you really should cover up or whatever. It's like okay, but what? should should the homosexual couple over there cover up while they're making out? Is right. that and then I then they and the like, answer is no. And but... the, answer, the answer is no. Um, right. And it's like, or should that couple there who's who's heterosexual cover up while they're making out? Well, the answer is no. I mean, you know, it's fine. They're, as long as they're not like you know stripping off clothes and, and humping <laughs> it out in the middle of a of a, a kid's play area. That's that's a different you know that's a whole other problem. Right. Um, but if if those things that some people view as grotesque and all that should be view uh, viewed as allowable in society, then sh- so should breastfeeding. There's no reason why something that's completely natural should be. A problem, and see that's the thing is that what happens is you get these people who want to classify things. You get the people who want to classify homosexuals as unnatural. You get the people who want to classify breastfeeding as unnatural, even though it's the most natural fucking thing you can do on this planet, as far as thing you well, know, all things considered. What do you think about um, people who decide to, maybe not people, but the notion of deciding to make your Facebook profile picture just your tit and your kid latched on to your tit the way i the way i look at it is uh, is it gratuitous meaning is it a kid breastfeeding and eating or is it somebody like you know is is it more like there's a nipple and the kid's next to the nipple like and and, and either or i mean it's your kid it's your nipple well and yeah and it's sucking on it or it's not I mean, the way and the way I the way I, honestly the way I look at that is it's not it, that's not my decision to make that's for the Facebook guidelines not right. that those always work I guess out so I well. Just, it's it's a funny because a lot I don't, I don't go on the forums um, not the forums but the Facebook mom groups anymore yeah because it's just, they're just fucking annoying but <laughs> the, I remember the last thing that I just was really funny to me was how like. One thing that never changed during all the months that I was on those groups were, like, the fight of, of like, people getting so, like, upset about, like, and my Facebook picture got deleted again. There's nothing um, wrong about this. And, like, okay, sure, you know, no, there's nothing inherently wrong about breastfeeding. Take your picture. But, like, do you think Facebook is really going to change? Like, I mean... I mean, maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't. I don't know. But like this conversation is boring and old. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you going to get so, and it was the same people every time posting about it. But I'm like, if you want to keep making your profile picture, just your nipple and your kids smiling next to it, you know, then do that. I mean, it's just, I don't find it any more or less offensive than the dumbasses that show have pictures themselves smoking blunts and drinking forties. I mean, it's, it, well, it, is, no. it is what it is. I mean, each person's got different things. And it doesn't offend me at all. I just think the fact that they're, um, that they get so, like, they seem to be amazed or, like, um, like, really distraught by the fact that their picture got taken down or one of their stupid friends on facebook reported them yeah but the way the way i look at that though is the same way i look at the people who do post the blunts in the 40s are you in violation of facebook's guidelines whether or not i personally have an issue with it whether or not you personally have an issue with it or anybody else personally has an issue with it if it gets taken down it's most likely going to be because it's out it falls outside of the guidelines that facebook has set up for their community which you chose to abide by when you entered that community by joining it. And if you don't like that, then you can happily close your Facebook account <laughs> and you can find a different place to do this. Now, does that mean that I think it's, it's 
a bad thing that it's a kid breastfeeding on the picture? Not at all. My, but my personal opinions have no weight underneath some place that I'm using for free, mind you, to, right. to communicate with. I have to abide by their rules. And if I don't like their rules, I can happily choose. It's like any, it's like a business, you know, we have, and I'm not, I, you know, I, I don't, well, I'm definitely not going to dive into this hole, but you get these places that um, refuse to serve gay people. Are we good, mm-hmm. babe? Okay. Sorry, Joey had to step out for a second because of a phone call from our, our time to spend the night somewhere else. Oh, exciting. Sorry, so what I was saying is um, the way I look at it is much like I look at businesses. Um, we had that, there's a whole snafu lately about the ca- the people who wouldn't make the cake for the gay couple, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the way I look at that is, okay, fine. That's their choice as a My business owner. My uncle was so happy about that. I, well, you know, yeah. And like I said, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to dive into that topic. I'm just going to simply say this much about it. That's the business owner's choice. It is their establishment. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into this place to make it what it is. If they choose to refuse service to the people on the auspice that they're gay, one of the basic tenets of this country is we, you know, with business owners, we refuse the right or we reserve the right to refuse service to anybody. Now, right. does that make the person an absolute shitbag of a human being for doing so? Oh, what? Yes. Yes, it fucking does. Does that right. person now deserve to have their business dry up because they're bigots? Yeah, maybe. Or, or, does it, <laughs> or, or on the flip side, is it possibly going to have them get infused with a shit ton of cash from the right wing conservatives that want to support it? Sure. Does that suck? Yeah. But that is not for my, that's not my decision to make it. But what my decision can be is like, well, you know what? I don't agree with what that shit bag did. So I'm no longer going to pay, be a patron of that establishment if I was. And so I see the Facebook thing in the very same light. I use Facebook under the guise that I agreed to their terms and conditions. And if their terms and conditions say no nudity of any kind, and you post a picture of your boob hanging out, whether it's a feed a kid or not, and that picture right. gets removed, oh well, because you violated their terms and conditions. So if you don't like it, happily remove yourself from that community and tell you what, why don't you go start your own Facebook? I just like to report people in pictures that are wearing turtlenecks and <laughs> long pants. <clears throat> I hate hipsters. I'm going to report every fucking hipster I see. <laughs> why are you in Portland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't even get me started. Um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, from a personal perspective, like I said, none of that bothers me. Um, but I really think it's, you know, and, and, and even like with the, with the breastfeeding thing, there's establishments that I've had people come up and say, hey, look. You're making other patrons uncomfortable. Can you please cover up? And then you have these people like they, they do the, they, they do the breastfeed ins where they like you know we're gonna sit in there and do a, and a breastfeed thing and it's like you know what <clears throat> honestly I don't care if this company I, I think it's a shitbag maneuver but mm-hmm. I don't care if this company says they don't want breastfeeding mothers to breastfeed out in the open. Now what I'm going to do in that situation goes dude that was a shitbag fucking move so guess what I was gonna eat dinner there tomorrow night but now I'm mm-hmm. gonna go over to the pizza place over here that's all boobs all the time and they don't care and, and I'm bringing let- that pizza into your restaurant. exactly <laughs> but, but, but you know I mean but seriously that's the whole thing is that basically just because they are not well a lot of the times they stage those protests to let the establishment um, have their kind of retract their statement. Like I know that the one that they did nearby in Clackamas Town Center, it was a opportunity for the business to oh, say yeah. we don't mind you here at all. It was one employee yes. who said the wrong no, thing. No, but the I'm wrong saying time. when you have a business owner, yeah. the way it works in this society is not. It's just I'll take my business elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, I look at the civil rights stuff the same way. If I find some place that's discriminating against black people or Mexicans or whatever. <clears throat> 
while once again it's an absolute douchebag shitty move i'm just gonna find somewhere else to take my business and you know so on and so forth then when it becomes a law if there ever is a law created, like there is a law now that says you cannot discriminate against race, creed, color, et cetera, et cetera, um, then that's a different story. There is no law right now saying that breastfeeding is or is not okay in public. So Actually, there is. What is it? Well, yeah, it's what okay. Is it? Okay, I, I've never, I've never seen. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's it is illegal. Uh, well, in most places, it is illegal to tell a woman to cover up. Okay, and well, then it, I, I stand corrected. Yeah. So I go back to my previous statement of. You know, if it's illegal to do that, then the business in violation, then they they deserve whatever's coming to them. Um, but most of that comes down to is just, um, I think instead of getting so hyped up about, I agree with you. Whether or not it's illegal, I think it's it's more about uh, then take your business elsewhere. Yeah. Find somewhere uh, else. If you don't it. like that Chick Fil A, you know, hates gay people, <laughs> don't eat at Chick Fil A. I mean, <laughs> and don't complain that you miss Chick Fil A. Just don't eat there, or eat there, or don't, mm-hmm. or whatever. But it just, right. I, I really hate the self the self absorbed ones. Like it's such a it's such a horrible thing that Chick Fil A is such a bad company, and they're so derogatory towards homosexuals. Because I really love their chicken sandwiches, and I just miss them so much. How dedicated <laughs> are you to the cause, motherfucker? <laughs> if that's the way you're going to look at this, have you know, y'all chosen not to eat at Chick Fil A? We don't have Chick Fil A out here, here, so it's anyway. an easy choice. Oh, is that just a southern thing? <laughs> it, no, it, it's just yeah. There's just. No, because there's some in California. There's well, tons in California. Yeah, there's some in Washington. So- south I think of they us. started in the south. Though. <laughs> yeah. South of us. Like yeah. In, there's some in Washington, which is north of us, motherfucker. Yeah, and I and a little little. Uh, I actually the only day I ever went Chick Fil A, which I haven't ate it in a while, but um, is on Sunday. So <laughs> fuck them, anyways, to begin with. Yeah, no, I, I've, um, I've eaten at Chick Fil A one time. It was on a business trip when I was with somebody else who is extremely religious, and they wanted to eat there because they love how the business. You know, and, and I, it was oh God. it was like it was like nine thirty at night. We'd had an all day, all day flying. I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking hungry. I'll eat at Chick Fil A. And then I actually found out I ate the very first Chick Fil A. It was the first restaurant they had ever opened. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, sure. <laughs> Everybody there was pleasant as hell. So whatever. Um, well, it's just like for some reason when people are. I mean, I used to really like to eat at Chick Fil A when I was a senior in high school, um, and like. But for some reason, the way they act there just really would make me feel like I wanted to be mean to them. Mm-hmm. And so I would be, I would just, <laughs> I would just be not really mean, but just like they would say things like, God bless you, you know, and I would be like, thanks. Like, yep. um, I'm a Satanist, <laughs> so, you know, just yeah. to fuck with them. Like, I, I don't, I wouldn't do anything like that today, but yeah, um, you know, young and dumb. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm still young and dumb, but yeah. I wouldn't say that today. I think there's um, a lot better reasons to boycott places than yeah. than that particular reason. Like, um, isn't the guy at Jimmy John's that like hunts big game animals in Africa and like shoots endangered species? Oh my and god, shit? that's such a big thing. Is, going is that on right Jimmy now. John's guy? Yeah, I'm pretty. God sure damn it! it now Jimmy I can't Jones. eat there anymore. No. Well, <laughs> no, now I just turned into that guy. No. Yeah, you just turned into that guy. Um, and <coughs> you know, there's just. Learn learn how to best put your money where your mouth is, kind of deal. But as a general rule, just don't be that guy that's like, oh, can you can you not breastfeed here? Because yeah. just just oh yeah. And, 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 really and frankly, you know, that. the way I look at it is, is that if if you are uncomfortable with something, I mean, outside of there are certain things that everybody should be kind of comfortable with, i.e. Right. 
you know, violation of little kids in this sexual way, um, stuff like uh, that. Yeah. That's all stuff that everybody needs to be uncomfortable with. But if you're uncomfortable because somebody's feeding their child with their boob, then that needs to be an internal reflection upon you. And maybe you just need to get up and leave. Yeah, and, go and that's grab not, that's, a self-help book at Barnes well, & Noble. Well, see, it's not even a judgment against you. It's just that you, you just don't – it's not – I'm but feeding the my people child. who are saying things like that aren't thinking about that too. You know? Yeah. No, I understand completely. So, but, but yeah, I mean would. that that's um, I mean there, we could keep rehashing the same stuff over and over again. But I think that's right. the, I mean really that's kind of the end. I'll be all of it. Breastfeeding is natural. Breastfeeding feeding your kid. Um, if you guys the formula feed, that's fine. That's too. fine too. Yep. Um, but, but honestly, if you guys do want any, if, if there are, are any listeners out there that want help, we have been through this. We have you know dealt with the full gamut. Um, I know all about the boob and what it takes to make it make milk or not make milk or make more <laughs> milk or make less milk or, um, you know, stop hurting. Um, I've been through uh, everything from being bit clear through to, um, you know, having the hamburger nipples from it being rubbed oh raw. God. Yeah, I mean, the, oh the whole I'm, I'm actually holding my boob yeah, right now. Like, yeah. oh, my God, that hurts so bad. Um, but I also dealt with a lot of stuff that isn't common, like oversupply issues. Most women deal with undersupply, but I have, mm-hmm. I have a lot of, uh, oh, man, we had literature a, on that uh, as well. We had to keep so my, many towels around. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and my sister dealt with a lot of undersupply stuff. Um, and, and, you know, I know a lot of the tricks of the trade and I know, um, if I can't help, I know a lot of good resources that can. And I really... I'm kind of without having the time to join the Leche League and be a help in that realm. I really would like to help more people with mm-hmm. it. And to, if you want to contact Jody about that, you can email her at Jody at badparentingpodcast.com. Um, Chanel, since you're here, do you want to give out any of your information if people want to connect with you in social media or would you rather not? Totally up to you. Uh, um, sure. Um, I'm on Twitter. I don't use it a lot, but. I use Instagram more and Facebook. Um, my Instagram name is Chanel, C-H-A-N-E-L, no, N-E-A-U-X. Um, same for Facebook, just put a space between Chanel, no. And uh, same for Twitter, they're all the same. So mm-hmm. um, you can find me there. It's good um, to be consistent. <laughs> I mainly just take pictures of cats and babies and my selfie days are pretty much over so <laughs> <laughs> hey it's, it's, it's all the p- part of the fun of being a parent um, yeah so and if you want to contact the show you can contact us for, through we got a myriad of ways you can find us we've got our own websites www.badparentingpodcast.com we're available on facey spaces uh twitters uh instagram so if you just search for bad parenting podcast or some very minor variation of that you'll find us if you want to leave us a voicemail it's area code why did i say area code jesus <laughs> if you want to leave us a voicemail it's 503-609-0375 that's our voicemail number um if you're looking for us on skype and you want to find us and talk to us like chanel did tonight you just search for at jalbrecht2000 that's my the skype account we use for the uh show here um and if you want to email the show i don't know if i did that or not it's grounded at badparentingpodcast.com but no, it's twice now so you know hey whatever <laughs> um so otherwise uh yeah if you want to contact us you know rate review and subscribe you know and and check out um like i said earlier seriously go check out the mediocre show check out uh tales from yeah. the hard side or any, any of the other bajillion podcasts that Izzy check rock out does those guys. um 
And I'll say, I, I'm going to give a shout out to Hope because I, yes. I wouldn't have thought that I could do a podcast if I hadn't seen another female doing it so well. Yes. And, and also, and, um, and then uh, the Coffin Joe cast, they show us a lot of love over there as well, too. Want to give some oh, love back to those boys. I've been listening to them a lot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so like I said, if you guys have any feedback, want any advice, anything like that about, about the boobage or the boobies or the breastfeedings, <laughs> um, just give us a, a shout out and. And uh, otherwise, if any nothing, uh, I'm all tongue tied right now. I know, but I'm like, yeah, I drank fading. a little too yeah. much, and I'm like, I'm ready to check out. Yeah. <laughs> so if uh, there's nothing else for anybody to add, no. no? But okay. thank you guys for having me. No it was problem. Lovely and, and fun. Thanks for calling. Yeah. You're, yes. Thank you so much for calling in. We had a. It was great to have you on. I love having a listener interaction. You can hang on for a second. Yeah. And we'll end the show and we'll talk some more. Yeah, we'll talk and, okay. and close out real quick. So. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's. All that is, then until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. So, what? (laughs) What? It's all done now. Here it goes.